Hey, it's Rick Jensen. Be sure to join us weekdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., when we talk about the news and events of the day that affect your life, like this. If you or someone you know is a Vietnam veteran, uh, you got to hear this, this segment right here. We've got uh, some good friends here. we got uh, Judy Campbell. Hey, Judy, how you doing? Good morning. Let's see. I want to get to, let me get a level over, over here on all one of these things, okay, on every one of these microphones. Uh, Judy, once again, hello. Good, mo- good afternoon. How are you? And, and good evening, but I don't see you later. I'm fine. Thanks. Tom Dawes, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Rick. How are you? Good, good. Uh, and by the way, Tom Dawes is one of the two guys I always call when a veteran calls me and says, hey, Jensen, I, I hear that you know some people who can help me and are having a problem. And the other guy that I always reach out to is Terry Baker. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So it's good to see you. We're just, like I said, I'm going to have to play mixing board here with the microphones, because, and I'm not good at it. Randy's not here. So. Well, I'm not good at it either, so. Yeah, you want to come over here and run the board? <laughs> we could do that as well. Uh, we're looking at, like, what, the, the 50th anniversary of the end of Vietnam and then uh, 40th anniversary of the Vietnam of its chapter here. Is that what we're talking about? Absolutely. Chapter 83 was uh, formed 40 years ago, um, November 11th. So... That's why we're here to discuss that, discuss uh, trying to find the families of our fallen 166 individuals from Delaware that lost their lives in the Vietnam War. And uh, that event is going to be held November 4th of 2023. So you're looking for the family members of those who've fallen as well as, I would imagine, anybody else who's served as well to be part of this, right? We're looking for everybody, whether you served during the Vietnam era or whether you just want to show your support, we plan on putting on one of the biggest events at that memorial that's ever been done um, to show our respect for veterans and for America. And uh, that's our goal, uh, mainly about uh, Chapter 83. Yeah. But it's also about that memorial that we have there, the Parks Memorial, uh, which was deemed uh, one of the most poignant memorials that was ever made. Why? What makes it so poignant? Well, um, the biggest thing is it's, a, it's, it's one um, African-American brother holding a dead Caucasian brother um, and staring into the sky looking for a dust-off to come. And uh, um, back then there were times when uh, there were tensions. But on the battlefield, I always say there's only one color, and that's red. And uh, that's always the way it is. And... Uh, um, no matter what anybody says, we're all family. Terry, uh, where'd you serve? Served on the USS Sims. It was a DDG. Um, I was just a sailor, I tell people. Just yes, a, a sailor. sailor, yeah. Yep. So I served from 69 to 72. And uh, I'm proud of my service. I'm proud of uh, everything I did. And uh, I'm proud of what I do now. And I do it at, at, as well as I can uh, to, to serve our veterans in in this country. Where where did you uh, where were you deployed? Well, I was deployed all over the world. So um, yeah. when you're on it, when you're on a naval ship, yeah. uh, you go everywhere and anywhere they tell you. So I, I actually visited. Um, I think it was like 32 different countries. I, I want people to know that uh, Terry, who you're listening to right now, is one of the two guys I always call when a veteran calls me and says, uh, "Hey, Jensen." Uh, I hear you know some people who with the VA might be able to help me. I'm having a hard time getting benefits. I'm getting health coverage, things like that. The other guy I call is Tom Dawes. How are you doing, buddy? Okay, Rick. Good to see you. So um, what's your story? Let's just hear your story. Uh, yeah. I don't have much of a story. Yeah. I, I, I served in the Marine Corps from 1968 to 1970, 
I spent a year in Vietnam, a little about 12 miles south southwest of Da Nang in a little area called the Arizona Territory. And it was the heaviest booby-trapped area of all Vietnam. Give us an idea of what that means. Like, like your, your everyday that means that activities every t- there. It means that every time you went outside of the wire, you were afraid for every step you took. Because most of the people, most of the casualties that we had in our unit was from booby traps. And you saw that? Oh, absolutely. How often? Well, it's a pretty regular basis. Almost daily? Well, not quite daily, but, I mean, you know, there was a lot of lot of things that went on. Uh, you know, we had, you could describe it, I see, I mean, moments of sheer terror, and then you had long stretches of idle time, but you never knew. Unlike today, when you came back, no one was talking about, oh, PTSD, let's talk about that. And I know that you work really, really hard, Tom, in, in helping veterans negotiate and navigate through the Veterans Administration and, and to deal with these kind of problems. How did you deal with this? Uh, I dealt with it with help. I had a person help me. Yeah. And that put me in a position to want me to help other people. Now, I was, I was chapter president. I'm not chapter president anymore. I I did 23 years as chapter president. And um, even though I try to step away from it, I still get phone calls almost on a daily basis that I, I can't not take the phone call. I have to direct them. And normally I direct them over to Terry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I direct them to. That's why what just happened uh, what, just, just a few months ago, there's a guy who called me saying he had a friend who was having some horrible problems as well as some, uh, some mental anguish and such. And I called you first, Tom. You didn't call me back for a couple of days, so I called Terry. It's like, yeah, I figured you would. It's, you know, and, and you guys, I mean, you're not paid to do this. This is what you do just to help those people uh, who are still struggling, whether it's Vietnam or any other engagement, right? Um, yes. I mean, as a, as a service officer for Vietnam Veterans of America uh, and for Chapter 83 within the state, I'm yeah. the only service officer for Vietnam Veterans of America in this state. I do get a salary because I couldn't live my life and raise my family without yeah. a salary. But you don't. But, get, you don't. You, but you don't get paid for those Sunday night phone calls. You don't get paid for those Saturday morning phone calls. And I know because I'm. I have been that person making calls to you guys on behalf of somebody who's called me only because I, I do this on the radio at WDEL, and and they say, oh well, Jensen knows people. Well, I want you to know, folks, these are the people that I know. So then they're <laughs> and they're right here. Yeah. Yeah, well, my like you said, your phone rings all the time. Yeah, Tom's phone rings all the time. Yeah, my phone rings all the time. But, yeah, uh, you don't you don't turn your back on your brother or your sister. You know, um, you don't you don't turn your backs, and and that's what happened to uh, Vietnam veterans. But the one thing I always tell everybody is that uh, because of Vietnam veterans, and because we knew how to scream and holler, uh-huh. we knew how to rant and rave, and we felt that there was injustice done. We will never allow that to happen to another generation of veterans. Oh no, no, no! In fact, uh, you know, I, I was on uh, phones with, uh, let's see, uh, Governor's Chief of Staff, the Governor, if I could get through, uh, a- as well as uh, General Vavala. When uh, you know, we had uh, boys and girls, men and women coming back from Iraq, for example, and it, and, and in other words, the uh, the action had ended, and we was winding the whole thing down. I wanted to have a parade. 
and they just didn't want to do it. I, I don't know why, but they felt like it wasn't appropriate. And I thought, I thought it would be. It's, it's a, I guess it's a difficult decision to make, right? Well, for some of us, parades are difficult. Yeah. To tell you the truth, because, um, you know, you, your psyche, it was instilled in you that you weren't mu- worth much. But getting back to the 40th, we're going to show the state of Delaware nice. that this is our parade, that we are going to make a celebration that's going to come forth and we're going to honor the Vietnam veterans and especially the ones that lost their lives. Well, that's not that's going to be right over here to Judy Campbell. And uh, you can tell us. So uh, what are the big plans for November? Well, our number one plan is to locate family members of the 166 families that are on that Delaware Vietnam Memorial. Now, when you were talking about the Vietnam veterans being mistreated during the Vietnam War, so were the Gold Star families. Many of us were told that our loved one deserved to die, that they were baby killers. Damn. A good friend of mine is a Gold Star mother in York, Pennsylvania, and she had to take her Gold Star banner out of the window of her home because her home was be- uh, egged. So that's why you didn't see the gold star pin for so many years. Um, how would you say it's changed over the years? I think there's more awareness, sadly, due to the wars that we have had. Uh, so more people are aware, you know, due to the Iraq and the Afghanistan war, people are aware of the meaning behind gold star and next to kin pins. How would you describe it to somebody? Well, the gold star pin is the one with the purple background, uh, so think Purple Heart. That would be given to an immediate family member. It's a congressional pin. It ranks higher than the Purple Heart. And it is given to immediate family members who lost a loved one in a combat theater or an act of terrorism like the attack on the Pentagon. And then retroactive to March 29, 1973, the next of kin pin which is uh, military branch specific, was initiated. And that is given to families whose loved one died in other than combat or active terrorism. For example, a National Guard member on a weekend training maneuver. But these families constantly live with an empty place at their table. And, you know, grief... um, We've all experienced grief in some manner, and some would often say, why is the death of a soldier any worse well most of them are so young and in the prime of their life and never became never got married never had children probably would have gone on to do great things i mean just look at we just recently did a bridge dedication for a green beret soldier down in uh, legislative hall and the green berets they they could they have a high iq they could have gone on to any career that they wanted and we kind of lost the best of the best you might say so how can people reach you? They, they were either they want to be supportive, their family members can be close or distant to uh, any Vietnam veteran, especially those who lost their lives in Delaware. Well, so well, how they reach out to you? Well, what we would like to do at this service, and Tom and Terry, of course, will chime in on this. Um, so we want to have these families, these 166 families, be it distant relatives, if that's all that's surviving, have a front row seat at this event where they are our guest of honor. And we do have an email set up. It's vietnam40th at gmail.com. So that would be 40th, vietnam40th at gmail.com. They can send their information to us at that site if they are a family member. 
if they would please provide us with their contact information. And as we progress with the planning stages of this program, we can keep them aware. You know, we're looking for pictures of their loved one. So we could have a table on display with a picture of their loved one, their date of birth, their killed in action date. And just so put the name, just like we do with the Vietnam Wall down in D.C. Yeah. You know, a name with a face. So it's Vietnam 40th 40th at gmail.com website. We have, we have a, a state, a state council website okay. as well. But if you look up Vietnam veterans of America, Delaware, uh, you'll find us. We're not hard to find. We're everywhere. So, yeah. uh, uh, like you said, somebody calls, they know how to get in touch with us. They know how to find us, but that's the, that's the email address that we set up specifically for the 40th, the people to get in touch to give us information for the families. That's and, awesome. And the Vietnam veterans have a motto. Well, our, our motto has always been, it's the national motto, which we hold very dear, is never again will one generation of veterans abandon another. And that has been our national motto since its inception. And uh, I guess it's, it's pretty explanatory. Vietnam40th at gmail.com. Right. And the Gold Star families have a motto by Bansky. They say you die twice. One time when you stop breathing and a second time a bit later on when someone says your name for the last time. Wow. So we want to assure the public that we do not forget the 166 names on this memorial. Understood. It's a big deal. What else do you want to throw in there, Tom? Well, you know, one of the, one of the big reasons where we want this to be such a big event is because we really don't know how many people are going to be around at the 60th. Ah. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we're not getting any younger. Yeah. And and we want to involve as many as the young people as we can, like Delaware Military Academy, First State Military Academy. We need to involve the children so that when we're gone, the names will be able to be repeated. You know, because like the Judy said, once the name is not repeat said again, then that person is gone. There's something else too. Now we have this, you know, digital media and video as well as you know pictures and audio interviews that can all be saved for posterity and 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 when the formats change it can be transferred to different digital formats so you do this now it's recorded digitally it's not like you know looking at old photographs from you know 1973 or 1978 or something like that now we can save all this stuff digitally for, uh, for prosperity, yes. I think another important thing to share, Rick, with this group, the Vietnam Veterans Chapter 83, I've been with them on, as the only female non-combatant on their board for over 15 years. That's a long story how that happened. But they're very modest, and I told them what I would like to see at this service. I'd like to see all of them on the stage uh -huh. recognized for all the things that they have done over the years. Many do not know that every Christmas Eve for the last 39 years, rain, snow, sleet, ice, there is a Christmas Eve vigil at that memorial at 6.30 p.m., and they're there with hot chocolate and can candles. We have yeah. an impromptu service. And there are so many things that they have accomplished. They are the only, to my knowledge, the only Vietnam veterans organization that has a Gold Star program. Is it difficult to get on stage like that, Tom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, as when I was president, I kind of had to. Uh-huh. So I'm just regular member Tom now, so I don't have to. Why is it hard? What are you thinking? I, I'm, I don't need 
no slap on the backs or accolades for anything that so I you, do. You feel like it's too much about you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about me. But but it's not, though. You're it's right, Because it's really not about you personally, Terry or, or Tom. It's it's about the people you represent. And it's the organization that represents these people. I'm not saying you should do anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just looking in your eyes, and I, and I see a guy who's very, very shy. And as you know, you're a you're pretty tough SOB. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, but it, again... Pretty shy guy, and then when uh, when Judy was talking about being on stage, you, your eye fell down. You went like, "Oh God, I'm not going to do that," you know. And I'm thinking, "Well, what are you thinking?" And it's a hard thing to actually realize you're standing up there. People are looking at you, and they're seeing you as an individual. But it's not just you. But it's also an inspiration to. We're talking about the youth. This is to inspire the youth to continue to do the programs that they've been doing over yeah. the years. They've been buying uniforms for handicapped little league. They've been responsible for making so many first in the state of Delaware. Gold Star license plates, which ended up to be license plates for Vietnam veterans, Iraq veterans, uh, Afghanistan veterans, Gold Star Highway, a Gold Star Memorial. I mean, it's to inspire the youth of tomorrow. The military of the world wars, their motto is it's nobler to serve than to be served. And we need to strive to educate that to our children. All right. Last words. Uh, Terry, you want to say something about that? Um, yeah, I, I, I would like to say something. That, that is, um, it's about humility for us. Yeah. And we always appreciate what Judy uh, says about us and what she wants to see. Um, and uh, we've kind of talked to her about this. But this event will bring to light who we are and what we are. But it's still about our humility and about remaining humble. And with that, I'd also like to, here on the air, um, invite you to be the top-notch uh, uh, news agency or somebody to cover this event for us. Oh, I'm in. Uh, you're in. I know you're in. <laughs> you used to ask me. I mean, but, but, what were you say? No. Well, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm not. But, I, but I you're want, not. I want you to know, you know you've been our asked. friend for a long time. Yes. And so... This is going out to you from our hearts. I talked to Tom about it, and I'm sure everybody else is in full agreement well, that we want, you, we want you there, and we want you to cover this because this is going to be something because, like Tom said, yeah, Vietnam veterans, of, Vietnam veterans are dying off earlier than any other generation of veterans. Cancer, Agent Orange. Agent Orange. So we don't know if we're going to be here for the 60th. Yeah. We don't even know if we're going to be here for the 50th, let alone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So... No, I'm long-winded. I will stop with that, but thank you. That was pretty brief, considering who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a real push to find those 166 families. Yes. Okay, real push. Vietnam 40th, that's 40TH, Vietnam 40th at gmail.com. Just send the emails, and uh, I'll make sure I mention this quite a few times between now and then, okay? Thank you. All right. To Judy Campbell, Tom Dawes, Terry Baker, thanks so much. Each and every one of you, and thanks for all you're doing. I really appreciate you. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, sir. Thank you.